Hi, this is Nathan. Before we get to the episode, I want to invite you to join me on an incredible adventure this November of 2024. I am taking a small group of believers to Turkey, what the New Testament called Asia Minor, for a 12-day Bible study tour of the early church. We'll be studying the book of Acts and many of the epistles on location as we visit ancient cities like Ephesus, Laodicea, Heropolis, Antioch, Pergamum, and many more. If you are interested in joining me this November for a once-in-a-lifetime adventure as we study where much of the New Testament and early church took place, you can learn more by going to deeperchristian.com forward slash turkey. And if you're interested, don't delay. Spots are limited and on a first-come, first-served basis, and a $100 discount is available if you register before May 27th. I do hope you can join me. And again, more information is available at deeperchristian.com forward slash turkey. Now, here's the episode. Welcome to the Deeper Christian Podcast, episode number five. This is the podcast to help you study God's word, know Jesus intimately, and discover how you can build your life around Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Nathan Johnson, and today we are continuing our mini-series from last week on five ways to grow in your spiritual life. Let's dive in. In the previous two episodes, we discussed the first two pillars for Christian growth, worship and study. As a Christian, if you desire for your life to grow, mature, and flourish, having a continual lifestyle of worship is important, just as getting into God's Word through reading, meditation, and study is. These are two key arenas if you want to continue to grow and flourish in your Christian life. Well, today we're talking about the third pillar for Christian growth, which is what I call the pillar of constant intimacy. It's the idea of talking with Jesus. No doubt you understand that prayer is important in the Christian life. But what is prayer? Is prayer merely giving a list of our desires to God, hoping that one day he'll meet our every request? Or is it something more? In future episodes, we're going to talk more in depth about what is prayer. But for right now, let's talk about a basic understanding of what it is. Simply, prayer is talking with God. In its most simple form, prayer is merely a conversation that we have with the God of the universe. It's not merely talking to God, nor is it simply doing nothing and hoping to hear his voice. It's a conversation. And just like a conversation with a best friend, prayer is both talking and listening. In today's podcast, I want to give you a key concept concerning prayer that has radically changed my life. See, growing up, I presumed prayer was something that I did at mealtime or before I went to bed. When I became a teenager, I realized that I should pray when I was having a hard day or facing a difficult test at school. And while that's all good, prayer can truly be something more. And it all goes to this idea of obsession. Look at your life. All of us are obsessed with something. For some of us, it may be entertainment. For others, it may be sports. For, for some of us, it may be drugs or alcohol. It could be romance, vehicles, or a million other things. An obsession in itself isn't bad. In fact, I would argue that God has made us to be obsessed. The question is not if we will be obsessed. The question is, what are we going to be obsessed about? 
Years ago, a wonderful older couple that I worked with in ministry asked me if I'd seen the television series 24. I responded that I had not, and, and though I'd heard a lot of great things about it, I knew that if I started, I likely wouldn't stop. It was one of their favorite television shows, and they loaned me the first season just to give it a try. Well, that night I went home and I put the first disc in, and while I was making dinner, I started watching the very first season of 24. And I'll admit, I was rather captivated. In fact, before I knew it, I looked at my watch and it was already 2 a.m. So I hurried and shut it all down and went to bed. But the next day, I found myself oddly pondering this idea of 24. In fact, as soon as I got off of work that day, I raced home as fast as I could just so I can turn it back on and see what Jack Bauer was about to do. Now, over the next couple of weeks, it's sad to admit, but I'd gotten through season six. And every moment of every single day, I was just constantly thinking about 24. And I was wondering, what on earth is Jack Bauer going to do? How, he's gonna, how is he going to get out of this situation? In short, <laughs> I was obsessed. Now, I'm not saying that it was right or good. In, in fact, it wasn't. But I was obsessed. Wouldn't it be phenomenal if I could be that way with Jesus? See, wouldn't it just be incredible if every moment of every single day, the one thought of my mind is, oh, Jesus. In fact, I'd, I'd race home after work. Why? Just so I can spend more time with him. Paul in 1 Thessalonians 5.17 commands us that we are to pray without ceasing. What? Did you hear that? How is that even possible? Pray without ceasing? Now you recognize that he's not commissioning us to merely mumble underneath our breath and, and say the name of Jesus a thousand times each day. Jesus, 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 oh Jesus, 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 oh Jesus, Jesus. See, it's not like that at all. There seems to be an emphasis here for a continual conversation and intimacy with God. I should live in a state where I'm always fellowshipping, talking to, and growing in intimacy with Jesus. In fact, there should never be a moment in my day where I'm not in fellowship with Jesus. Some time ago, I made a list of all the things that Jesus is to be in my life. L listen to this. Here are some highlights. Jesus is to be the word upon our lips the single thought upon our minds, the delight of our hearts, the ache of our soul, the tune of our song, the drive of our life, the focus of our eye, the excitement of our day, the flow of our life, our soul attention, our center, our consuming passion, our life strength and resource, the depth of our being. In fact, he is to be our everything. Isn't that a good list? Now, what if I could live in that reality every moment of every single day? Do you know what you would call me? you would call me obsessed. In the previous episode, I mentioned that a decade ago, I had the opportunity one summer to travel with an itinerant evangelist named Stephen Manley. Now that summer, there were two big things that he impressed upon me. One was the importance of spending time in God's word. And second, it was how essential it is to spend every moment of the day in God's presence. Throughout recent history, this concept has often been referred to as practicing God's presence, a term that Brother Lawrence used back in the 1600s about having continual relationship and intimacy with Jesus all throughout the day. Now, it's not some mystical concept. It's simply the idea that if God has come to live inside of my life via the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, which he has if I'm a Christian, then doesn't it make sense to continually talk to him? We are distracted people living in a distracted culture. And if I desire to grow in my faith and increase in intimacy with Jesus Christ, then it is essential that I form a habit, or in other words, be intentional about my relationship with Jesus. 
That summer, Stephen told me that when he was younger, he had a great passion to know Jesus. One day in great desperation, he realized that if he was going to grow in his Christian life, it was essential that he think more about Jesus throughout the day and talk to him. So Stephen decided that every day, whenever he heard the school bell ring, he would quietly and quickly say, thank you, Jesus, for living inside of my life. It was under his breath and didn't take too long, but it was a way to begin building a habit of turning his heart and mind upon Christ. He soon found that it was so much fun that anytime there was a difficulty, he would bring Jesus right into the middle of the problem. Jesus, I, I have a test today. Or Jesus, the school bully is about to gang up on me. I need your help. Whatever the situation was, Stephen would turn his mind and focus upon Jesus. Soon that led to talking to Jesus about all the good things as well as the bad. Jesus, isn't this a beautiful day? Oh, Jesus, the sunrise you made this morning was incredible. Jesus, these green beans are the best tasting green beans I've ever had. Thank you, Jesus, for green beans. It was through these deliberate times of focusing upon Jesus and inviting Jesus into the everyday moments of his life that Stephen truly began to experience greater intimacy and victory in his everyday life. It wasn't until years later that Stephen discovered that he didn't come up with the idea at all. He came across Brother Lawrence's book from back in the 1600s that suggested the very same thing. Brother Lawrence was a cook in a monastery who wanted to know Jesus better, so he began what he called the practice of the presence of God, in which he would purposely turn his focus and talk to Jesus all throughout the day. Eventually, Lawrence would write that there was no difference for him kneeling at an altar of prayer and having intimacy and conversation with Jesus while in the kitchen with the banging and clamor of pots and pans. That's amazing. Is that possible in your life? Is it possible that you could have such a dynamic relationship with Jesus that prayer wasn't reserved for meals and bedtime? Rather, you brought Jesus into the everyday moments of your life. Since the Spirit of God lives inside of you, why wouldn't you begin to talk to God all throughout the day? The summer I traveled with Stephen, he told me that I needed a trigger, something to remind me to turn my attention and focus upon Jesus. It's amazing how easy it is to get wrapped up in daily living, and we forget about the one who is life itself, Jesus. That summer, my trigger was doorknobs. My intent was that every time I touched a doorknob, it would remind me that Jesus lives inside of my life via his Holy Spirit, and I would thank him for living inside of my life and ask for a greater understanding of who he is. I would often pray that he would capture and captivate my focus so that it would continually remain upon him. Think about the last 24 hours in your life. How much of that time was spent purposely thinking about Jesus? And how much of that time was spent thinking about yourself? Well, if you're like most people, the majority of our lives are spent thinking about anything but Jesus. But what if that could change? What if you could start carrying on a conversation with the God of the universe? What if you could invite him into the everyday moments of your life? What if you could ask for his wisdom, his energy, his resource, his ability, and his life in the midst of the difficulties and problems and struggles that you face? What if when you bounced out of bed, your first thought was him? What if when you saw sunrise or smelled the air after it rained or, or even ate green beans for lunch, that he could be the focus of those moments where you thanked him and allowed such everyday moments to turn your focus upon him and increase your intimacy with him? Do you realize that this is the secret key to victory over temptation? What if in the midst of temptation, 
that you came to Jesus first and thanked him for the victory that he has already purchased on the cross. He is the victor and he has supplied everything that you need for life and godliness. What if I could live in that reality rather than wondering if it's even possible to get out of the temptation? What if I could use every temptation or test in my life to only press me more and hold tighter to Jesus for the solution, victory, and triumph? While we could talk a lot more on the subject, and don't worry, we will in future episodes, let me give you three quick ideas to get you started with this idea of talking with Jesus. Number one, have set times of prayer. While I want to talk to God all throughout the day, having set times of prayer is important. I want purposeful time to focus upon and converse with Jesus daily. Number two, find your own trigger. Think of a way to establish a habit of turning your mind upon Jesus. Whether you set a timer on a watch, use doorknobs, or think of some other method, develop the habit of reminding yourself that Jesus lives inside of your life and thank him for such an incredible reality. Allow that habit to expand so you're involving Jesus in your life moment by moment. And number three, pray God's word. As you come to God's word, use it as a way to talk with him. Ask him, who is the author of the word itself, what his word means. Declare the promises in the word within your prayers and ask him to develop the life of Christ within you. Now, what if your prayer life could, in fact, look like Paul's command in 1 Thessalonians to pray without ceasing? What if someone could look at your life and the word that they would use to describe you is obsessed with Jesus? Remember, we will be obsessed with something or someone. The question is, what are we going to be obsessed with? For myself, I want my obsession to be Jesus. I want to keep my focus steadfast upon him. In fact, since he lives inside of my life, I want to have continual conversation with him as I continue to grow in intimacy and oneness with him. There's an old hymn that used to be one of Andrew Murray's favorites. One of the lines reads this, Moment by moment, I'm kept in his love. Moment by moment, I've life from above. Looking to Jesus till glory doth shine. Moment by moment, O Lord, I am thine. See, that's what I want for you. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of the Deeper Christian Podcast. If you are interested in that book, The Five Pillars of Christian Growth, which has more information on this topic of praying without ceasing, it's available as a free download on the deeperchristian.com website. Please go to deeperchristian.com and click on free resources at the top right to become a member of the community and have access to the five pillars of Christian growth and other great resources. For show notes of this episode, including an outline and links to other resources and articles, please visit deeperchristian.com forward slash 005 for episode number five. And if you've enjoyed the podcast thus far, would you do me a favor and leave a rating and review on iTunes? It would be an incredible blessing as iTunes uses the star ratings and reviews as a way to get the podcast in front of other people. So if you think others should hear this podcast, I'd encourage you to take 30 seconds and go to the ratings and review section of this podcast on iTunes. Now I look forward to next time when we continue our mini series on five ways to grow in our spiritual lives. Until then, know that I am cheering you on as you build your life around Jesus Christ.